0: Fight back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Welcome back. The longest college strike in Ontario has ended. Yesterday, MPPs passed back-to-work legislation to end the five-week-long strike by college faculty. College teachers are back in the classroom today, and students return tomorrow. Colleges are extending their semesters so students don't lose their terms, but many students are totally stressed out about the prospect of condensing five missed weeks into roughly two extra ones. The province has ordered the colleges to establish funds to compensate students for additional costs they incurred, and they will be able to get up to $500 through this fund starting This week. So, is that enough? And will there be political fallout from this strike that affected half a million students, most of whom are eligible to vote, as are their parents and grandparents? We want to hear from you, the numbers to call. 416-360-0740, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And right now, we are going to go to Joel Willett, who is the president of the College Student Alliance, and Michael Diamond of Upstream Strategy Group. Hi, welcome to both of you.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Okay, Joel, um, let's go to you. So uh, a lot of students are saying that they just want their money back, which apparently they'll be able to get, rather than trying to uh, catch up with all the work. Uh, There's a compensation fund. Uh, Is that enough to compensate you for what happened in the strike?
2: Well, we've been we've been hearing from many students since day one of the strike, and one of the big concerns was uh, around tuition refunds and uh, the hardships that students have faced through the, the five week strike, uh, which is the longest in, in college history. Um, and we specifically advocated for. Uh, equal disbursement of this hardship fund so that every student was able to get the opportunity to to receive some type of money uh, uh but uh, with what they came out with today it was to to be able to give more to uh students and be able to have that so we think it's it's great that uh the the government has listened to uh our our asks and what uh we wanted to the fund to be looked at uh, and that they are actually uh, going to help students who have faced uh, extra costs that uh, have accrued because of the strike.
1: Um, the 500 bucks that you get is going to count against your OSAP loan. Is, is that okay with you?
2: Uh, from what I heard, is is it wasn't supposed to uh, count it, against. Check it. the
1: check the I'm release to on it. We have look into
2: that one. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, do I have it? Um, well, we'll have to. Uh, it's in my uh, iPad, but definitely that is the way it is. I've got it right here. Putting my glasses on, and it says any. St- Oh, it will not. Sorry, that was my mistake. I didn't read the not. So it will not count against no, the OSAP yeah, No, yeah.
2: And, and that was something that we specifically wanted to make sure of. So when you just said that, I was going to. Really okay, that was there. my bad. Yeah,
1: no, that's all right. <laughs> I should keep the glasses on sometimes. <laughs> so uh, uh, does that mean? I mean, do you have any beefs with the government for the way it handled this and the length of time that it was allowed to go on? Well, we've we've
2: had uh, continuous conversation with uh, all three major parties uh, during this strike, and, and we truly appreciate uh, the open communication that you've had with us. Uh, CSA uh, believed in the collective bargaining process, and and by all means, we didn't want to see this. Come down to a back to work legislation. Uh, we we were we were glad that the process was allowed to be worked out. But uh, as time passed, our biggest concern was getting students back into the classroom. On November seventh, we actually began asking both parties to binding arbitration, which neither party wanted to. Uh, to accept. So uh, it's what ultimately ended up uh, where we are today and and unfortunately seeing a forced back-to-work legislation.
1: Okay, Uh, let's bring in Michael Diamond. Hi, Michael. Hi. So what do you make of it? Do you think that there will be any uh, fallout from this, uh, we had uh, a lot of people clamoring for back to work le- legislation, uh, what Joel said, notwithstanding. A lot of people saying the Liberal government did not move quickly enough. We have the NDP trying to block it, which uh, would be consistent with. Their ideology. Um, are there going to? Is there going to be fallout from that? So I think
3: in these sorts of situations, if you're a governing uh, party or an opposition party, especially on the uh, eve of a provincial election, like they all are here in Ontario, the main goal is not to try and score political points through this process, but to limit damage and inflict no uh, damage on, onto your own party or your own brand. So, so I think that uh, the Progressive Conservatives and the Liberals generally accomplish that. Obviously, this was a strike that went on for a a long time unprecedented uh, in the in the field in the province but uh that that uh was a process it had to? Uh, they had to give it an opportunity to play out, and the, the the government, with support of the official opposition, did eventually take the decisive action. I think where you might see some uh, damage that was inflicted was with the New Democrats, and obviously they had a very uh, tricky uh, position in between uh, standing with the the, the the labor movement, which is a key constituency of the party, but another key constituency of the party is the youth vote, and it's especially one that, if you look federally, they lost. Uh, they, they lost their normal participation in that vote, which was more significant in 2015. And so if, if they're going to have success, it definitely requires students uh, to be on their side. So to, to, to see, you know, put another obstacle in the way of potentially getting back into the classroom from the students and the delays that were caused over the weekend because of the uh, third party, I think that's where you may see some political fallout uh, by the time uh, we go to ballot.
1: You know, it's it's, it's an interesting question. I, I would agree with you. Your analysis, but uh, you know, honestly, I, I don't see how the new Democrats could have done anything differently without you know looking like complete hypocrites.
3: Oh, rock in a hard place for them for sure. And you know, any other strike that affected any other uh, you know where it was two sorts of groups, it was airlines and it was affecting travelers. Let's say they wouldn't have been in this uh, in this sort of awful uh, position for themselves. But they, they, they happened to be in a fight between two key uh, constituency groups of theirs. And if you're looking at the numbers in terms of campaign work workers voters for them and uh, donors to the party they they really you are right they had limited options and they probably chose the correct course they're the only ones who really faced that uh, scenario i think the premier could have been in a very bad position but she often shows an artful handling of uh, these uh, situations
1: well and it's interesting because uh, you know y- unions are key constituents of the liberals just as much in my opinion
3: uh, increasingly in Ontario, uh, absolutely. And I think the way you know she could have, that's why she couldn't have rushed. You know, She couldn't have gone back to work legislation any sooner. She had to try and allow this to resolve itself. And considering the damage she could have faced, I think she uh, communicated and implemented effectively.
1: Uh, Joel, um, what do you make of that analysis? Uh, you sounded like you were uh, trying to be very grown-up and diplomatic and gracious to the government because they accommodated your demands. But uh, would you... You agree that the liberals are coming out of this okay, and any damage might uh, to be had would be to the new democrats.
2: Uh, from the student perspective, I actually think all—I I mean, it's—it's it's hard to really toe a very neutral line in this because uh, all three three parties were very receptive to. Uh, student concerns and making sure that the student voice in all of this was heard um and and yes while while the NDP was definitely put in in a very very rock and hard place um they 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 were also working to to ensure that uh we looked at what the the actual uh education system looks like because uh clearly there's uh some missteps in, in the way that colleges are funded nowadays. And we need to make sure that we're, uh, education is a priority in Ontario and make sure that uh, students are receiving what they, they need to be successful in the future.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm not sure I understand what you're saying there, but uh, you're, uh, you're being uh, very diplomatic. Um, Michael, uh, in terms of, you know, the demands of faculty, Uh, I always question sometimes, you know, how long you're out for a long time and you lose a lot of pay. Uh, So, you know, is it worth it? Who, you know, are they winning, you know, what they were hoping to win? Or is that kind of a losing proposition?
3: You know, I think by the time you you strike, you've already lost. Uh, So I think it is a losing proposition uh, that when you get to that point, no no reasonable person wants to go down that road. Uh, And so they they definitely felt that they they required drastic action to to be heard and make a point. And that's obviously the – the the intense when you take that sort of drastic measure but you've already you've already lost something by that point so you're just trying to uh, scrap together a win it really is unfortunate because in this case you know there there are only losers you know the 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 instructors who Definitely. I mean, a lot of them probably are going to feel very bad and awkward when they face their students and didn't want to go down this road. Uh, you often have a uh, you know very vocal group within uh, a labor organization that can sort of control uh, this, and uh, they use tactics that are often not desirable. So it's really you know just an undesirable situation, and hopefully one that we don't see uh, replaying itself anytime soon. Uh,
1: Joel, um, do you have a sense of what percentage of students just Um, from a study point of view might find it really hard to get back in there and make up the work in the time allotted? I think
2: every single student uh, is going to find it very difficult uh, to be able to get back in and be able to continue with their education, especially after being away for, for five and a bit weeks. Here, so we and this is why we we advocated to the provincial government to create the opportunity for students to mm-hmm. be able to withdraw if they felt they couldn't um, complete their their semester so that they weren't facing that financial penalty of paying for something that they didn't receive, uh, which was released earlier this morning. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, everybody, hang on, please. We have to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will continue this conversation and take your calls on it. Uh, So we'll be right back after a short break.
0: Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zuma Radio.
1: Welcome back. We are talking about the college strike just ended and any political fallout from it and the impact on students and their education. Uh, Let us go to the phones. Let's hear from Eileen in Brampton. Hi, Eileen. Eileen. Hello. Hello. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Please go ahead.
4: Thank you. You know, it's funny when you hear everybody is concerned about the students, but when both the government and management seem to be of the, oh, everything was being done, those guys and and ladies were out to try and get more full-time jobs. Equal pay for the part-time workers who are there. Basically, uh, I don't think that management suffered one penny through this.
1: And on the contrary, they saved five
4: million bucks. That's exactly it. The government saved money. They knew full well all they had to do was sit back, do nothing, and. In the end, these poor teachers are still in the same boat, or probably worse, because they're out their money that they would have been receiving. They weren't looking for any more money for themselves. They were looking for something for the people who are only getting part-time work, putting in more hours than anybody else. And to the public, it looks like, oh, they deserve what they get. The opposite end is the same public wouldn't work for the wages they're getting for the hours they have to put in. Uh,
1: I hear you. Thank you very much for bringing oh, that perspective.
4: It is so, so upsetting. And once again, you get the right to strike, but they can sit and do nothing about it and wait and just tell you to get back to work. Whatever
1: happened to the unions here anyway. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Eileen. Okay, uh, Bernie and Alora. Bernie? Hi,
5: Libby. Yes. Thanks for taking me call and at uh, great show. Um, Let I've got a lot of interest. <clears throat> excuse me. In the uh, in strike.
1: Excuse me. <clears throat> Are you all right?
5: Yeah, yeah. I just had a cup of, drink of coffee. Um, regarding the students, really, Libby, and uh, the, my interest is my grandson, and uh, I, I feel very, very bitter about it. Uh, in, in as much that my uh, my grandson he worked his butt off all summer for the work up at 6 o'clock in the morning and all that to get to pay for his, his tuition for this semester. Yep. And uh, it looks as though that all that's gone. Right? Well,
1: there, 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 there is uh, – they're making a provision that they're going to give students a little while to decide whether they want their money back uh, for the semester if they don't want to continue. Um Okay. Uh, and they are going to be able to get up to five hundred dollars in compensation. Well,
5: that five hundred dollars to me is, is is disgusting. But anyhow, uh, the other point. There's several points I would like. Okay. To well, be, we,
1: we are running out of time, right, well, so what, uh, quick quick evident, one point.
5: Evidently, next week, or within the next ten days, the, the students have to appear for the next semester. Yep. Now, is that what, what fears have they got? If they, if 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 they have to pay – now or do they take the money back uh if, and what about all the students that was in a residency they've lost a lot cash
1: well uh it's um they can get up to 500 bucks compensation yeah. uh bernie thanks for your call uh we have um about a minute left so uh, we'll split that between joel and michael joel um what would you like to leave us with in 30 seconds uh, the,
2: what I'd like to leave with is is for students really is to let's let's get ready to focus on the future. I know it's very difficult, but we we need to put the strike behind us and be able to enter the classrooms tomorrow uh, and be able to rely on uh, our, our our energy to to continue and to finish off and for those who don't feel they can is definitely reach out to your colleges to look into the withdrawal and and tuition rebate uh, fund.
1: Okay. Um, thank you. And Michael Diamond, your th- last 30 seconds, please.
3: You know, it's obviously, uh, heading into an election, governments would rather have a very easy uh, course and uh, not have to wade into controversial and complicated situations. And although I'm not a liberal, I'll give uh, Kathleen Wynne credit for her political handling of this. And I think uh, she's insulated herself from uh, any huge damage.
1: Okay. Thank you both to Joel Willett and to Michael Diamond. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, that's all the time we have for Fight Back for today. We now break for traffic and news.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.